Welcome to Dating Revamped. I'm your host, Laura Nash. After my own struggles with dating, I now share insights that radically changed my relationship outcomes. Dating can be frustrating, but it doesn't have to be. Tired of repeating the same mistakes and wasting time in dead-end courtships? Well, this show is for you. I share stories on faith, dating pitfalls, life lessons, and I offer practical strategies to help you revamp your dating life so you can win in love. So get comfy and let's chat about new insights today. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you for those of you who have recently joined this community. I hear your frustration and I hear your heart and commitment for doing th- for dating differently. And I'm honored that you've chosen me to come alongside you on this journey. Now, if you're like me, you've probably kissed a f- few frogs along the way and had some disappointing ends to relationships. Now, have you ever stopped to consider what went wrong or why you keep getting the same results? Today, I'd like to chat about a few things you should consider before you date the next guy. You know, we've just went through a um, the Black Friday and Christmas rush. And one of the things the companies are doing is that they're are they wanted to be in the black of course because they want to be remain on the positive side for their profits and one of the things they're doing now is they're analyzing what worked they're assessing what didn't work so that they can get rid of of those things and implement new strategies and they're also looking for ways to improve on the things that did work so they're doing an overall assessment of their company and the strategies and the effort they're putting forth likewise in your dating life or in your single journey it's t- it's always time it's always a good idea to assess your life and to see what's going on. I think we we participate or end up in failed relationships a lot because number one, maybe you didn't have a role model or someone influential to teach you how to date properly. And number two, it's because we do not take time to assess the situation. So the first thing you want to ask yourself Um, after a breakup is, how did I contribute to the breakup? (laughs) Yeah, I know, I know. When your heart is broken in a gazillion pieces and you're in pain, it's so easy to point the finger at your ex and highlight all the things he did wrong and how he mistreated you. You even calling your girlfriends to have a bash party. But guess what? The reality is that finger should be pointed back at you because it is time to assess you. It is time to see the areas that you need to work on. And sometimes we tend to self-preserve and it's difficult for us to admit that we were wrong or that we were wrong in a certain area. And the sad part is a lot of times we don't even recognize or realize that we were wrong or how we contributed to the breakup or to the relationship mishaps. But until you allow God 
to shine the flashlight in the crevices of your heart, you may never know where you're going wrong. Because what God does is He comes in and He tells you the truth. He shows you the truth. Not only is He going to gently show you the areas of shortcomings, He's also going to show you how they played a role in that relationship. And you can only know these things if you allow him allow him in, in your space, in your heart to do this work. And as far as self-preservation, because we think we, we don't want to accept the fact that we could be wrong or that we're not perfect, the Bible already explains to us that the heart is deceitful above all things and is desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's in Jeremiah 17 verse 9. So if the Bible has already told us that we cannot trust ourselves, basically, it would be a good idea to allow the Lord to reveal the things that you may not be aware of so you can begin to work towards bettering yourself in that area and to prepare yourself to make better choices in the future. For example, if you identify or concluded that you have an anger issue, you may want to enroll in an anger management program or seek other type of help so that you can begin to rectify that area of your life. The second thing you want to ask yourself, have I given myself time to heal? Now, when you're in pain, it is instinctively you just want to run to in an, into another man's arms so that you could feel better about yourself so that you can have that, that soothe, you can be soothed. But you may experience a temporary soothing, but this is not going to help you heal. Doing that is like putting a Band-Aid on a open, on a deep wound and never taking the time to cleanse it out first and to remove all the impurities so that it can heal properly. And this is what happens with your heart. Your heart, when your heart is broken, it is a wounded, it's wounded and it needs healing. And that healing takes time. I remember my last failed relationship. I was so broken. I was empty. I was angry. I was depressed. And all I know is I was frustrated and I did not want to repeat these same mistakes. And I thrust myself at the feet of Jesus and I said, God, help me. Show me how to date properly. What did I do wrong? Here I am thinking I had it together, but I don't. So I humbled myself and allowed him to teach me. I allowed him to heal my heart. And at that point, I was like, I didn't care. I said, God, if I never date again, it's okay. That's not, that's not my desire. My desire is to, 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 to please you. My desire is to know your will for my life, your, your will for dating. And that's what he began to show me. And that's really where Dating Revamped was born at the feet of Jesus because he began to show me his perfect plan for you as a single woman and how he, you are honored, how he wants you to walk in integrity and walk in honor 
the flower and the precious jewel that he has created you to be. And while I was there, it's been seven to eight years of celibacy and abstinence. And I can tell you those have been the most rewarding years of my life because God has excavated all the false thinking. He has He has replaced my false um, thinking and all the negative things that I picked up along the way and he has replaced them with his truth and he has rewritten a new dating story for me and that's why I'm so passionate about sharing it with you and running towards a guy is not going to provide you with the with the healing that is necessary with the healing that you need you need to run towards the pain you need to run towards Jesus because it is in the pain that you will learn it is in the pain that you will heal it is running towards the pain that you will grow and that's what you want to do as a single person you want to grow in every single area of your life and there is no pain greater than the pain of living foolishly with men left and right and you have no purpose and you are not dating with a clear intention there's no pain greater than that it devalues you as a woman and it leaves you feeling empty and your self-worth and your self-esteem is squashed when you do that. So it is at his feet that you're going to find the healing that you need to become a better person. I remember at that particular time when I was going through this, um, my counselor, I was at his office one day, and he said, Laura, you will grow from this. And I thought to myself, I was so fragile, I didn't even know how to, what could I possibly do to grow? How would I grow from this? I, he said, how, I said, how would I know I've grown? He said, you will, you will learn from this and you will know you've grown when you make different choices. And I could tell you that as simple as that was, it was profound because this is true. And that's where intentionality comes in because everything we do are choices. Everything you you go to do, you you have to decide to do it. And it's choices and literally taking step-by-step um, -step choices is when you're going to know that you have grown. So basically, he was just saying that the evidence of my growth will be in the choices that I make. And each time today that I am willing to, that I am able to say, nope, I'm not going this way. No, I'm not. You're not coming to my house. You're not. I'm not. I'm not even talking to this guy, or I'm not even allowing this guy into my space. I know that I have grown. So allow God. Allow yourself time. Pause and allow yourself time to heal properly, so that God can begin to rewrite your dating story. The other thing that you, I think, you should consider before you date a next another guy is to ask yourself, do I have accountability in my life? Accountability, I talk about it a lot because it's one of the things that an area that a lot of us go um, do wrong. Sometimes you may feel like, oh, I'm dating this guy. I don't need anybody in my business. This person doesn't need to know where I'm at, doesn't need to know all of that I'm doing. But hey, God have placed people in your life that have probably have reached out to you to come alongside you, and you've probably rejected that. 
He places these people in your life because he cares about you and they're a source of protection for you. Your accountability person or persons is going to be that person that shares your value system and that you can trust to open up to, to share anything. And you have given them permission to ask you anything to get into your business. You want people into your business because it's a form of protection. And that accountability partner is going to be able to see things that you may not see. They may hear things that you may not hear. They may perceive things that you don't perceive because you're too close to the situation. And they are the type of person that's going to tell you the hard truth whether you want to hear it or not. These are the qualities you're going to look for in someone who, who you have chosen to become your accountability partner. Accountability is important, again, because when you put yourself out there on your own, it's as if you're gone out into the world without a covering. It's almost like you're set, you're giving yourself up. You're setting yourself up for failure because if you don't have anybody, any backup eyes, anybody looking out for you, a man can easily deceive you. Uh, you can easily go down the wrong path, easily make the wrong choices because you have no extra help. You have no one to come alongside you to say, hey, sis, this, you, may you may reconsider this choice or perhaps you may wait before you make this decision. And this is what accountability, the accountability partner will do for you. So if you have rejected this type of protection in your life, I pray that God will open your eyes so you can see the benefit of it. And if you do not have friends or someone that you can consider an accountability partner, I pray that the Lord will begin to bring the right people into your life that's so that you can begin to build the relationships necessary in order for you to have that to build that trust where that person can become your accountability partner so i know that you've probably all have probably heard dr phil say this all the time the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior which means that if you keep choosing the same things, you are going to get the same results. So it is imperative that you take the time to assess, be, to assess yourself, to be self-aware, to be truthful and honest with yourself. Point the finger at yourself. Look in the mirror. Ask God to turn on that searchlight so you can work on the areas that he has revealed that you need to work on. And for this, it's going to help you learn and you're going to grow and you are going to be in a place where you can see things more objectively and make better choices. So again, let's um, re review. You're going to ask yourself, the first thing you're going to ask yourself after a breakup or before you get involved with someone else, how did I contribute to the last relationship? And work those things out, identify them, and put action step to get them corrected. Number two, have I taken time to heal? Did you just break up and now you 
suddenly meet somebody after a month, and you're in then in this healing process. It's not a time frame. There's no specific time frame. Depending on what you're healing for, there's a lot of deep wounds that we carry around that takes a while. It takes a while to heal, to really heal. So I'm not going to say what takes a month. Only you, this is going to be between, you will know when you heal, if, and you're only going to know that if you sit at Jesus' feet. Because you may think that something is going to take a month or six months, but then God began to reveal so many other areas of your life. You're so busy healing. You don't have time for the nonsense. So take the time, pause, and take the time to heal. And the third one, of course, you want to bring people, you want to bring your army of people that's going to surround you as a form of protection so that you have those extra set of eyes and extra set of ears to walk with you on this single journey. Well, ladies, I hope these tips have been helpful and we'll chat further about creating your best self in the next episode.